Hi. Um, I was going to preface this, but I'm not going to. So, you know. Um, I don't know about y'all, but in high school, we were supposed to, like, read Hamlet. Um, I did not. But there is this scene where the character Polonius is giving advice to his son and his daughter, at least according to Spark Notes. Um, but I think about that scene a lot when I remember what my dad said to me when he dropped me off freshman year. He had what I kind of call like a Polonius moment of his own where he's kind of like, you know, as parents do, give advice about life and adulthood and college and all that sort of stuff. So to kind of bookend my time here at Covenant, I'm going to treat my testimony today as kind of a Polonius moment from me to you. Um, before I do that, though, I realize a lot of you guys don't know me, so here's a couple fast facts about me. My name is Eden Anyobuile. That is how it's pronounced, Anyobuile. Um, like Stephanie said, I'm an art major. I'm a French minor. Coming into Covenant, I lived on the fourth floor of Andrea's my freshman year, but these days I'm a big third north girl. Um, I don't know where to claim as home, but I was born in North Carolina. I grew up on a small island in the Garapian called Grand Cayman, and my family currently lives in Washington, D.C. As far as my faith goes, I've always believed in God and considered myself a Christian, but as I grow up, I continuously learn more about him, claim my faith as my own, and deepen my personal relationship with Christ. So that's a very small picture of me, but I want to move on from that and tell you about some of the things that I've learned or maybe even unlearned since being here in college. So number one, the first thing I want you all to know is that college is not and should not be the best four years of your life. I don't know where that idea came from or why people say that. Um, you know, the very thought that any select period of your life is just going to be miraculously better than others is kind of wrong. Um, but don't get me wrong, like college is a lot of fun and I have amazing memories and great friends and have done some wonderful things, but college has not been the best four years of my life in any way, shape or form. And I think we often put pressure on ourselves to make it that way. But college does not guarantee an amazing social life or future career success and it certainly doesn't guarantee a spouse, which is something some of y'all need to hear. Instead of thinking this way and assuming those things, I hope that we all experience enough personal growth to be able to look back at this time and see that since being here, we have each become better people with new ideas, stronger convictions, fruitful relationships, and much, much more. College should mark the beginning of intentional, continuous growth and not the end of your life's achievements or your education. I think one of the very generous things that God gives us is the ability to experience like these microscopic instances of redemption in our life. I think that when we grow, it's a reminder that God is constantly edifying us and shaping us into who he wants us to be, which means we shouldn't look at college as the best four years of our life, but as an opportunity to see the Holy Spirit working in us and as a reminder that no period of time on earth will be as great as when we spend eternally, eternity fully redeemed with him. A second thing, even though you're at an academic institution, you're here to learn, get a degree, you are not a student first. You are a human being first, loved and created by God. Subconsciously over the past four years, I cared about my performance more than my personhood, and this idea cost me a lot. It cost me my physical, mental, emotional, and social wellness, all of which are things that are just as important and sometimes even more important than your academic performance. Don't get me wrong, we all spend way too much money to be here and not put in effort in our work and our studies, 
But Covenant talks a lot about image bearing, and I think it's worth noting that if you really believe all people, including yourself, are made in the image of God and that your body is a temple and all these other things that the Bible says about who we are as human beings, then you need to exercise that belief by honoring the fact that your body needs sleep and food and time with friends and that sometimes, sometimes, in order to get those things, maybe we need to set our guilt and our pride aside and ask for an extension or maybe we just take a couple L's and we don't do that discussion post or we miss our 8 a.m. because we need breakfast. And Honestly, I say all this because I'm so ready to show grace to pretty much everyone except myself that I just wanted to encourage you all to, yes, do well and work hard because work is good and it's what we're made to do, but to also extend some grace to yourself. Practice some self-care. Recognize that as a human being, you are not capable of grinding out work like a machine. Let yourself be a physical, embodied, emotional human being. Then you can be a student. This leads me to another thing that I want to mention, which is that everyone needs to establish boundaries. You need boundaries with yourself, with your friends, with your family, with your significant other, your professors, everyone. In fact, I would argue that you already have boundaries inside of you, but it's a matter of doing the sort of self-reflective work of acknowledging what those boundaries are and then actually enforcing them. Coming into college, I was very ignorant on a lot of fronts, and I still am, but I believe that I didn't need boundaries because I didn't have a problem with sexual sin or substances or I wasn't in a toxic relationship, so I didn't need boundaries. But breaking news, boundaries are not just for people who struggle. There are physical boundaries, but also boundaries with your energy and your emotions, your conversations and your words. And the one I struggle the most with is boundary with your time. This is something I could spend the whole day talking about. but. Um, I just want to say that God made us to do a lot of things, but he didn't make us to do everything. So I hope you guys can find time to be vulnerable and honest enough with yourself to recognize where your boundaries lie. Otherwise, if you have conceptual questions about finitude, you know you can talk to Capic. And if you have practical questions about your boundaries, then I'd recommend seeing a counselor. That's a little bit out of my wheelhouse. Lastly, I kind of want to tell you about one of the things that my dad told me. I vividly remember my dad saying to me, Eden, you are one of the only Anyabuiles in the whole world, and you get to decide what that means. Obviously, none of you guys are Edens or Anyabuiles, but as far as I know, we are the only Covenant College in the world, and we, just as I get to choose what it means to be an Anyabuile, you get to decide what it means to be a Covenant student, or an alum, or a professor, or whatever the case may be. We go to an incredibly small school, which means we have a lot of individual responsibility when it comes to representing the college, but also a lot of individual power and in shaping what the college is. Most institutions make the president, the dean, the chaplain, student development, all the offices far more accessible than what they are here. But these people are all within your arm's reach and they actually want to listen to you. So my encouragement here is, in whatever time you have left, don't just wear the pre-existing identity of a Covenant student, but actively take advantage of your resources and your agency and the fact that people actually want to listen to you and decide what being a Covenant student actually means. Because let me tell you something else I've learned. Covenant is so terribly and awfully broken. I've enjoyed my time here a lot, and there are a million and ten things that I could say that are super positive, but this school is a man-made institution, and it is so, so impacted by sin. So we need to change it. It won't be perfect, but it could be better. 
And I'll be honest, there are some moments where I feel like I really put in the work. I feel like I had my conversations with student development and I did like the podcast or whatever else. But most days I was complacent. I was far too comfortable with taking what I could get and didn't put effort into making change. And truthfully, that's what privilege is. Somebody else before me put in the work to make Covenant what it was, and I decided that was enough for me. And inadvertently, I decided that was enough for you all too. Because when we don't put effort into bettering our community, then we leave future people with our faults and failures. So when we create a better environment for ourselves, we create a better environment for somebody else. More importantly, we need to just be doing this kind of work anyways, because that's what God calls us to do. We have a cultural mandate to cultivate and grow our communities in our context. And so I'll ask you what I have to ask myself, which is, did you really do that? Were you actually a fruitful member of the covenant community? Did you sincerely try to reflect the kingdom of God or did you reflect the nature of man? Can people really look at you and say, Christ is preeminent in that person. Christ is preeminent in this institution. We cannot be perfect or even enough, whatever that means, and no one is asking that of you. All that is being asked is for you to honor God and his commands by putting in thoughtful effort to this community. And as you move forward with your day, I would encourage you to ask yourself if you're really giving as much as you take. Are you really bearing the image of God as best as you reasonably can? You all are wonderful people, and covenant means so much to me, and I want to see you all grow, and I want to see this community grow. Because I am not who I was four years ago, which is, I think, a huge blessing for all of us, but that's my prayer for you guys, that your time here will be fruitful and fun and just full of the light and grace and love of Christ. And um, that's really all I have to say, but before getting Michael up here, my mom would be really upset if I didn't give you one last piece of advice, which my friends know very well, and that is to eat more chocolate. Thank you. (laughs) 